Right on radio. Right on radio. Welcome to Right on Radio. My name is Jeff. Jeff, word up, word up to you. And we say word up because we lift up the word of God here on Sundays. Now, I have been getting a lot of emails saying, Jeff, the Sabbath is Saturday, not Sunday. Well, I actually celebrate uh, the Sabbath and I usually take Saturday as my day. Uh, personally, but there is still nothing wrong with reading the Word of God on Sunday, and that's what we're doing. We're going to be sharing the Word of God with you today. I do have another special uh, reading of the Word uh, from someone else on our team, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to start approaching other members of our team and just asking you to simply read a chapter uh, from the Bible if you want to get on air. So I'm going to be going around to some of the people who are in the uh, the right on radio inner circle, you might say, and be asking you to do this because I think it is a gift that you can give to every single person uh, out there. And it's an honor and a privilege to be able to read the word of God. A special thank you to Tiffany and of course, the lovely Sadie from last week. Man, what a powerhouse uh, duo with those scriptures and Sadie, uh, my little niece, Sadie, <laughs> is just a, the sweetest girl who really has a love for God. And she, of course, she learned it from her mom, uh, Tiffany, who uh, contributes to the show in a much greater way than uh, anyone can imagine. So I want to thank both of you. Uh, now, we will be getting back to normal with Jesse and Jody soon. Uh, Jody, as a reminder, is on a special assignment right now, and so she has needed to take some time off. Uh, and also, Jesse, uh, Jesse will be back this week uh, with me. However, uh, I was actually off last week, so those shows with Cisco were pre-recorded. If you did not catch those shows, you got to go to our channel two on YouTube to watch it. I'm telling you, uh, paradigm shift, paradigm shift, paradigm shift. Um, look, a uh, 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 spoiler alert if you haven't seen them. Uh, Cisco has come out for the first time and admitted to being a mother of darkness. So, yes, that's right. I had two mothers of darkness, two of the five of the highest position in the Luciferian cabal who have been saved by God. <laughs> Satan. Uh, anyways, uh, we're hoping to get the uh, the other three on. And yes, then we'll have a special uh, show called Jeff and the Mothers. <laughs> anyways, all kidding aside, uh, I'm going to read a word uh, in a moment that is really a follow-up to the one I did last week. Uh, last week I did Romans 8. And a lot of people were blessed by it. I think this is the most appropriate or one of the most appropriate scriptures to follow up uh, on top of it. And after I finish reading this word, I do have a commentary I would like to make to you because of some of the things that are going around in the news and things like that right now. Um, you know, I, I spent some time actually on my my week off and Jesse was out doing some personal things that she had been putting off because of a busy show schedule. She took the week off as well uh, and was doing some things. So 
uh, as I say, she'll be back. Uh, myself, I was able to disconnect completely from social media and really just kind of spend spend time with my wife and my dog, first of all. And uh, but you know, I've spent a lot of time with God and just kind of getting what what He's saying in in these days. And I, there's going to be some real special things coming out, but. I will address something, and I'm going to do it from what I believe is God's point of view on a, on a subject right after I read this word. And my special guest today is going to be Sarah, who has been on the program a couple times before. Of course, her she goes by the uh, Sila, which is you know my uh, and she's my assistant. She's my partner in crime, uh, doing this uh, on the administrative side. Uh, Sarah has again just like. Tiffany been so crucial to everything you see. And, and by the way, uh, I'm not advertising or anything, but when I, I've put up a, a fundraiser on the Podbean uh, channel and it's not only, you know, to, to help support me and, and the station, but I, it's because I actually want to hire people to be full-time because we can go to the next level. Uh, having said that, Father, I just pray for every single person in this audience. And I, I give you the Holy Spirit, the permission to do the Father's work in my life. And and I pray that everyone that is watching this broadcast is in agreement with that, that the Holy Spirit can do the Father's work in their lives, Father, and that your fire comes down and burns out the impurities that the world has put into their system father the holy spirit the holy water comes and washes and cleanses even as we read the scriptures your it's the water of the purification comes over us lord and yet the holy the wind of the holy spirit will take away the things that are not of god and put them in a bubble of the blood and carry them up that they can be judged and separated from us we give jesus christ the thank you for your sacrifice on the cross and for being our intermediary to the Father. Jesus Christ came, was God, came, was born of a womb, part God, part human, lived a sinless life, and died on the cross for me and for you. No matter what you've done, Jesus Christ died for you. It's his free gift of salvation. People think it's too good to be true. It's not. Yet most people don't take it. Be one of the ones. Choose now this day whom you will serve. Anyways, the reading of the word. Unfortunately, <laughs> I uh, took my glasses on holidays and they got a little bit bent up. <laughs> so I'm going to struggle a little bit before you, but... You'll, you're going to be blessed by this. I'm going to be reading from Galatians 3, the New American Standard Bible. Faith brings righteousness. You foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you before whose eyes Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified? This is the only thing I want to find out from you. Did you receive? Receive the Spirit by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Are you foolish? Having begun by the Spirit, are you now being perfected by the flesh? Did you suffer so many things in vain? If indeed it was in vain. So then, 
does he who provides you the spirit and works miracles among you do it by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Just as Abraham believed in God and it was credited to him as righteousness, therefore recognize that it is those who are of faith who are among the sons of Abraham. The scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith preached the gospel beforehand to Abraham saying all the nations will be blessed in you. So then those who are of faith are blessed with Abraham, the believer. For all of you of works of the law are under a curse. For it is written, cursed is everyone who does not abide by the things written in the book of the law. To do them now that no one is justified by the law before God is evident for the righteous one will live by faith. However, the law is not of faith. And on the contrary, the person who performs them will live by them. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree in order that Christ Jesus, the blessing of Abraham, would come to the Gentiles so that we would receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. The intent of the law. Brothers and sisters, I speak in terms of human relations, even though it is only a man's covenant. Yet, when it has been ratified, no one sets it aside or adds conditions to it. Now the promises were spoken to Abraham and to his seed. He does not say, and to seeds, no one in referring to many, but rather as in referring to one. And to your seed, that is Christ, what I am saying is this, the law which came 430 years later does not invalidate a covenant previously ratified by God so as to nullify the promise. For the inheritance is based on the law. It is no longer based on a promise, but God has granted it to Abraham by means of a promise. Why the law then? It was added on account of the violations having been ordered through angels, the hand of the mediator until the seed would come with the promise have been made. Now a mediator is not the only one party, but God is the only one. Is the law then contrary to the promises of God? Far from it. For if a law had been given that was able to impart life and righteousness would indeed have been based on the law. But the scripture has confirmed everyone under sin so that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. But before faith came, we were kept in custody 
under the law, being confirmed for the faith that was destined to be revealed. Therefore, the law has become our guardian to lead us to Christ so that we may be justified by faith. But now that faith has come, we are no longer under a guardian, for you are all sons and daughters of God through faith in Jesus Christ. For all of you were baptized into Christ, have been clothed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's descendants, heirs according to the promise. So in essence, folks, the law was given for a reason for a time. Jesus Christ fulfilled the law. And I'm not saying that you could do anything. All things are permissible. It's, you know, grace covers it all. Grace does cover it all. But it's always about your heart. It's always about your heart. And if you intend to do evil in your heart, God knows your heart. God knows every single thought that you do. But please do not be one of those persons that, you know, uh, still wants to live under the law because it's actually disrespectful to our Lord Jesus Christ. It, it, that's my opinion. Uh, he has fulfilled the law. And you live in a beautiful age because Jesus Christ mediates for you to the Father. Now, having said that, I believe that that word is very encouraging uh, to anyone who is listening because the law has been fulfilled and you were heirs to the promises of God. And by the way, what a great study. If you just want to study the promises of God, I, I have a special little Bible that's just... Uh, all the promises of God. Maybe one day we'll uh, we'll review some of them. But before we move on to Sarah's word, and it is spectacular, and she has a very important message at the very end that I want you to pay attention to. But I want to make some commentary about the Bible and trusting the Bible. You know, recently there's uh, there's a lot of shows, and and these are people that I respect, and I respect their historical research. I respect. Uh, them as persons, uh, but there's been some shows that are going pretty viral right now talking about, you know, all the hidden books, you know, there's 777 uh, books, but only 66 are in the Bible, and man has somehow manipulated and kept all this as secret knowledge away from us. Well, uh, listen, I'm the first to tell you that I'm sure there are scriptural books that are not seen by us. Okay. Um, do you know that there's 777? I don't know. I do know someone personally who has been in the basement of the Vatican for over two years taking inventory of the books. He didn't give me the number 777, but I can assure you that there is much stuff that is down there. But um, God is not about secret knowledge. God, Jesus Christ, openly shared it's the other side that has secret knowledge. 
And, you know, for someone to tell me that God can create the heavens and the earth, the whole universe, he can make the ecosystems, he can do everything perfectly, including making you in the image of God, but he can't keep a book together. It just doesn't sit with me. And then people will say, well, the, you know, there's 66 books and that's like 666. It's, of course, you know, Satan had his way. Do you think Satan outsmarted God? So, you know, in praying about this yesterday, um, the 66, let's just look at it. Well, what is the Bible? The Bible is an instruction book to man. It is man's book. Who does Jesus Christ say he was? He was the son of man. It's man's book. It's it's God's instruction for us. God got it right. And, you know, before you jump out and want to, you know, buy every other book out there, and yes, like the book of Enoch and things like that, I think have surfaced at this time because there is some great information in there. They are not part of the canon. God did not make a mistake by leaving them out. It could People who... Uh, you know, it were, if someone was to read Enoch, you know, two or 300 years ago, never mind a thousand years ago, would have had no idea, you know, about some of this stuff. He couldn't imagine some of the things that are in there uh, during this time of the great harvest. Some people are calling it the awakening. I'm calling it the harvest. Um, we can discern that information much greater than uh, they could back then. But I want to say this before you study all of those other things, study the Bible. You do not know a counterfeit unless you know the real thing. And, you know, I'm not going to come out here and say I've studied in such great depth, but I have studied the Bible. I was a Bible teacher for a while. Uh, had a, had a really uh, active Bible study that grew and grew and grew. And, you know, I have studied the word of God and, and under my, uh, my spiritual father, the first church where I got saved, my spiritual father and mother, uh, Walton Wenny, uh, you know, they are deep in the word and they taught me how to study and they, they taught me different things. And, and even if you look at, uh, you know, guys like Chuck Missler and when they get into the mathematics of the Bible and the different things, God did not make a mistake. He did not leave out anything that is pertinent to your salvation and your relationship to him. Uh, eventually there are going to be some releases and they're going to say it's secret knowledge that was kept away from you. Well, which side does that secret knowledge serve? You won't know unless you really study the book that God put before you. So Again, I do think there are some books, there are some additional texts that will give us more information. But really, the Word of God is perfect, just like His creation. It is perfect. He did not mess up. He, did, he was not tricked by the enemy. He intended for us to have 66 books. That is my opinion. It's fair for you to disagree. That's okay. But I just encourage you, study his perfect word, and uh, you'll know the counterfeit when it comes. God bless you, each and every one of you on this Sunday. I just pray, I pray for your health as well. That has really been a burden on my heart. 
Um, there's a lot of things that are going on with health. There's a lot of attacks. Um, I don't give the devil credit for every one of the attacks. I think the flesh is weak and uh, the flesh has fallen, but it's the spirit inside of you that's good. And it's by your faith you've been healed. And by the way, if you tune into Tuesday's show, uh, we're going to be talking about supernatural healing and actually working on giving you some of the tools. We're also going to talk about some common law stuff. And uh, I think it's going to be a fantastic show. So uh, let me just do this real quick as I bring on Sarah. Well, give me one second. And to bring on Sarah, I got to give one of these. Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio. Good morning, beautiful people. My name is Sarah, and uh, Jeff asked me to uh, lead uh, this week's Word Up. Uh, so I'm pleased and privileged to be here with you. I hope you guys are having a beautiful day. This is the day that the Lord had made, so rejoice and be glad in it. Uh, today I'm going to be reading from John 15. Uh, then I'm going to say a prayer for us, and then I want to talk a little bit about the SOS Army. So here we go. John 15. I am the true vine, my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it so that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Remain in me and I in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, but must remain in the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown away like a branch and dries up. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, Ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit, and so prove me, prove to be my disciples. Just as the Father has loved me, I have also loved you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will re remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. These things I have spoken to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be made full. This is my commandment, that you love one another just as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that a person will lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. No longer do I call you slaves. For the slave does not know what the master is doing, but I have called you friends because all the things I have heard from my father, I have made known to you. 
You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you would go and bear fruit and that your fruit would remain so that whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he may give to you. This I command you, that you love one another. If the world hates you, you know that it has hated me before it's hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, because I chose you out of the world, because of this, the world hates you. Remember the word I said to you, a slave is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you as well. If they followed my word, they will follow yours also. But all things they will do unto you on account of my name, because they do not know the one who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not have sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. The one who hates me hates my father also. If I had not done among them the works which no one else did, they would not have sin. But now they have both seen and hated me and my father as well. But this has happened so that the word that is written in their law will be fulfilled. They hated me for no reason. When the helper comes, whom will I send you from the father? Namely the spirit of truth who comes from the Father, and he will testify about me. And you are testifying as well, because you have been with me from the beginning. So I think that this is such a meaningful um, verse in the Bible, and I am really glad to share it with all of you. So take this time today and this week to maybe read it on your own. Um, think about it. Um, contemplate it. Um, and with that, uh, I'd just like to say um, or share with you a little prayer that I, I wrote about this verse today. So here it goes. Heavenly Father, thank you for Jesus Christ, the true and living vine. Thank you that, if you, that you've called me to be a branch on that living vine. I desire to be intertwined and in constant connection with you so that I may grow in grace day by day. I want to abide in you and feel and experience your true joy that raises me up every day because I know you called me friend. I can rest and face life's ups and downs, Father, what an amazing thing that we should be called the friend of God. Teach me to abide in you. Teach me to love others as you've loved me. Thank you for being my friend and savior. Let the love of Jesus throw through me. Prune me and cleanse me to your praise and glory. Let this continue to be my constant joy. Let that joy be visible to everyone I meet, um, like the little Bible song that some of you may be familiar. Let me have the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Let me have the love of Jesus down in my heart. Let me have the peace that passes understanding down in my heart. 
I sing because I have the wonderful love of my blessed Redeemer down in my heart. So thank you for joining us today for Word Up Sunday. Um, I wanted to take a little opportunity to talk about the SOS Army. Um, that's one of the roles I play here with uh, Jess and Jeff. Jess and, and uh, I mean, Jeff and Jesse. I often, I often say uh, that a little backwards. It's kind of a funny running joke. But anyway, um, so if you have not taken the opportunity to take a look at what the SOS Army uh, with Right on Radio is all about, um, I just wanted to share with you, um, I thought you might like to hear the mission statement of the Army. So the mission of the Army is to shepherd an army of digital warriors to fearlessly and faithfully use our voice and gifts to seek and engage truth, to live right in the real world, and to spread joy to the world. Aligning with God's plan to defeat the enemy and promote our Heavenly Father's promise of salvation through Jesus Christ. And the vision um, of the army is to build a volunteer army of engaged warriors to battle in the realms of the heavenlies and in the natural, to disrupt the current media censorship, big tech narrative, and to deliver truth, to create a grassroots resurrection of God's principles of freedom and the general pursuit of happiness governed by a constitutional republic and common law controlled by we the people, and to provide a centralized platform for learning and growth in God's word and truth. And our core values, uh, as you've heard Jeff tell us all the time, is as an organization, we love our God, we love our family, we love our neighbor, and we pledge to make a positive difference in our community. So I just wanted to, to let you know, you know, some of the feedback that we've uh, been hearing about right on radio um, and, and some good news is, um, you know, that we're the hammer of truth, that we're soul touching, inspiring, spiritually challenging, energetically informational, information and emotion powerful truth, blessing to the world, had to be part of it, uh, unity amidst chaos, uh, deep dives and clues, and made me pick up a Bible a lot more. So th this is just some of the wonderful testimony that we're hearing from you guys, our listeners. Um, we encourage you to join uh, the SOS Army uh, to, to continue to be in the Word um, of the Bible and its teachings and how it can enrich and touch our lives. Um, I'm so grateful uh, to be part of this um, and I'm hoping that you'll come along with us. Um, again, I hope you enjoy this beautiful day today. This is the day that the Lord has made. Rejoice and be glad in it. So may you go enjoy uh, my brothers and sisters, um, it's my privilege to um, serve alongside of you um, shoulder to shoulder. Have a great day.